if you're ever looking at an asshole when you're stimulating it, it will like blink at you when it's ready. We're in the studio right now with sex coach Georgia Grace and Lucy Walk from Normal. We've got some luggage in the corner. You guys have pretty much just jet set us straight to Melbourne. <laughs> Done for us, right? Influencer moment last night. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty diva of us. Yeah, we had an amazing event last night. We were what was what was the theatre? Um, it was the National n- Theatre in St Kilda, and we did like it's honestly like Oprah giving away cars but sex toys. Yeah, was like the best way I can describe the experience. So like a dildo event. strapped underneath the seat. Yeah, well, I wish. (laughs) They were actually in gift bags behind. I think by that stage when we were on, everyone was already looking under seats to see what was hidden. But, yeah, the the crowd went wild. Like the blood-curdling screams for vibrators that were coming at them. It was, yeah, it was joyous. That's why we do what we do. Sometimes I'm like, (laughs) imagine the audience we could have if we bribed them with presents. Here at the ABC, we're like, we can give you a sticker. A sticker. A t-shirt. Oh no, a t-shirt's there. You would be surprised. People do go crazy for a sticker. So maybe your next like big campaign. Stickers, yeah. yeah. I'm like, you've just rolled out a whole bunch of butt plugs. Yeah. Um, maybe stickers the next th- sure. thing, like yeah. the more exciting thing that we need. <laughs> stickers is a debate that has to get tackled. <laughs> okay, let's talk about option A. Yeah. yeah. So was this a thing that came? Like, was this in the works for a while? Because I feel like all of a sudden it was all over my Instagram feed, and I was like. Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we've been working on it for months with Abby Chatfield and it's always been something that Luce and I were wanting to develop. I think that, you know, butt pleasure and butt plugs can allow for so many people to have some of the best orgasms of their life, but we wanted to make sure we were developing a product that was easy to use, accessible, was really sexy and fun. And then when Abby pitched the idea to us of a modular butt plug training kit, we were like, absolutely, this is what the world needs. They need to be able to go up in size, to add vibration if they want, um, to learn about how to explore pleasure in their body, and also to have something that they can use either solo on their own in masturbation, but also in partnered sex as well. It's so cool. And I feel like we're seeing a changing attitude towards butt stuff, particularly for people who are not queer potentially as well, because I think a lot of us associate that with like gay men, right? Were you speaking to people about like this product and like kind of figuring out where people sat with it and whether it was like in time for this like new revolution. Yeah, of, like, like is there a market? Stuff? Like did you yeah. look at the stats and be like, there's a market for this? Like yeah. people want it. Oh yeah, Lucy, our stats nerd. She yeah. went deep, deep into the <laughs> oh, research. God, tell us. Yeah, I mean we so we do this thing called the Big Sex Survey every year that's like asking like a big panel of Australians like about their sex lives. And one of the things that was really interesting was like particularly for Gen Z and millennials, I think there's this massive curiosity around exploring anal play. So so we were sort of seeing like, oh, there's this like clear interest from younger generations that's coming through, but also we'd ask questions like, you know, are you aware that everyone can have anal orgasms, not just like queer men? Or are you aware that like, you know, if you explore prostate pleasure that like you can have multiple orgasms without ejaculating or being hard? Or are you aware that like as a person with a vulva, like you can stimulate the clit and the G-spot via um, anal play and so that's why it feels really good like lots of people were like no and then they were like where do I get it yeah. <laughs> excuse so me I, think, I didn't know that yeah. Oh, yeah I mean we can talk about that as yeah well. I think we've, we've we've really wanted to be like 
none of us got amazing sex ed in school, I think, but this was an area that was like zero education around the pleasure side. And so many people have learned, yeah, like anal sex from porn and hard and fast kind of penetration. And so there's, I think, a really big like education piece that kind of goes with it as well. Mm, yeah. Definitely. I think we need that because yeah. I'm not going to lie, I feel like my idea of anal sex is that. Mm. Yeah. And it probably is from education and it has kind of made me feel a bit like, Maybe this isn't something I want to do because it just looks so hectic. Okay, so let's talk about that because we want to get, like, the how-to beginner's guide. People who potentially have never touched their butthole, not even, like, like just even showering. They're just like, yeah, that's all yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, where do you begin? I assume mm. that maybe, like, maybe taking a toy out of the equation is kind of a good start? Yeah, that's a really good point. And as you said, I've heard of so many people being really grossed out by even, like, touching their bum in the shower, which is fascinating to see, like, that cultural discourse around, you know, touching a part of your body, like mm. touching your elbow. So I think that's a really great place to start, Pip. If you are new to this and you've never touched your own bum or anyone else's, starting with your hands can be great. And I think that, you know, if you start with more of a daily practice, so in the shower, you either have your body safe lube ready or even just like a genital safe um, wash and just bringing your finger externally to your anus, observing what it feels like. If at first you don't feel anything or it's not arousing or it's not pleasurable, don't worry, that's normal. Like it might just be that you need to learn about different types of touch, but then regularly bringing touch to this part of your body through a few different uh, touch-based practices like the doorbell. So that is, I mean, this is hard if you're doing it on yourself. It's much easier if you're doing it on someone else, but like the flat part of your thumb Mm -hmm. and pushing up against the anus. Um, But if you're just wanting to bring your finger to it, you might be doing external circles or up and down. Yes, this this is great for demonstration. (laughs) Because it looks like an arsehole. It does. (laughs) (laughs) And so do your pursed lips. (laughs) But I think your, your hand is much easier. Yeah. But yeah, external massage and then if you're wanting to you know also experience it in masturbation then starting by building arousal in your whole body first because the more aroused you are the better all touch will feel so that might be full body touch and stimulation you may be using a vibrator either on your clitoris or you may be wanking or masturbating and then just bringing a finger either to your perineum so that's the space between your genitals and your anus or to your anus. And then once that's feeling good, you can start to incorporate internal stimulation. So as with everything, don't push through any unwanted pain, make sure you have lots and lots of lube, but then just follow the pleasure. And it's that point that I think that, as we've heard a lot from when we've been speaking to people, that sends people over the edge. So they may be touching themselves in the way that they touch themselves, but then they bring their finger or their butt plug or a vibrator externally. And they just are sent over the edge to have this really incredible orgasm. So, yeah, I think Mm. starting on your own is really great because then it gives you all of the information that you need to then communicate it to someone else. And, again, if you're having anal sex for the first time with someone else, start with a practice session where you're like, what does that feel like? And would you like more pressure or less pressure? We've also found that a lot of the insights that people are sharing is that actually starting with a a butt plug and having sex with someone else has felt like more of an entry-level thing to it rather than having someone else's mouth or tongue or fingers or genitals inside of them so they can kind of wear it, put it in place, feel comfortable and then continue having sex in a way that they um, like to have sex as well. It's like Mm. breaking the seal 
Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> but also mentally. Yes. Yeah. You're like, oh, actually, that one feels kind of nice mm. and it's not like it's not as dirty or scary or like mm. porny as I thought as I thought. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're also in control. Like I, I, this is one thing I think Abby said a bit, but she was like, yeah, like being able to be like on top of someone while wearing a butt plug and actually being able to be like I control like, you know, I've got this in, like I'm controlling the amount of stimulation, that kind of thing is really helpful as well. Like I think that kind of idea of being able to blend your orgasms and blend erogenous zones as opposed to just like focusing on purely anal can be a really nice way in too. Yeah, Yeah. that's so interesting. I mean, like what we were saying before about the mental (laughs) thing as well, I think that's like a big part of this. It's like a lot of, I don't know, it could be just me, but I'm like there's a lot of mind work that goes into like accepting something like Mm. the other way around. (laughs) It's sort of hard (laughs) and like... This is so funny. I'm gonna, am I gonna go there? Oh my yes, God. <laughs> you bring it up all the time. Am I going to? Yeah, I think you should. Talk, be honest about your fears. I'm scared that nothing will fit because yeah. I think I have a little mon petite tight asshole, <laughs> and I don't. She know. reckons she has noodle shits. <laughs> I just, I'm not a normal person. I think I'm genetically messed up, and I oh. literally, like, do you know what I mean? I'm just like not taking huge logs, yeah. and so I'm like, how am I meant to get a butt plug up there? I don't know. Oh, you're not genetically messed up. You're perfect just the way you are. I think that, like, (laughs) if if someone is concerned about this, it may be worth seeing, like, a pelvic physio or something. So your pelvic floor is this bowl of muscles that sort of wraps around your genitals and and your anus. And some people will um, say similar things, like, "I, I feel so tight down there. I feel so clenched. And I think a lot of us do walk around clenching our bums like when we're stressed we we engage our glutes and we engage our pelvic floor and our whole lives we, we've been told don't wet your pants and like if mm. you're laughing or jumping you've got to be careful because you might piss and as a result like we all feel really tight like we're clenched so I think that that's why starting slow and building up to it but also bringing pleasure into it is what makes everything feel more possible and more pleasurable as well. Is it also true that if you're more aroused, like your asshole in general just becomes a bit more loose, like it just is going with the flow, it's feeling itself? Yes. Uh, it's actually... It, it, that She's is feeling the her arsehole. oats. Okay, so there's this fascinating... Just like, <laughs> just, um, actually, yes, it... it the, if, if you're ever looking at an asshole when you're stimulating it, it will like blink at you. It sort of when it's ready. Mm. And so if you're looking at an asshole and it's really clenched and really tight, that will probably suggest that that person isn't ready for or wanting any kind of penetration. But with massage, with relaxation, when they're, you know, maybe releasing their glutes and and receiving a touch that feels good, it actually kind of looks like that. Like it kind of opens up and closes. Opens Mm. up and closes. I have never heard that But like, have you never had like a really hectic like climax and you've kind of felt everything down there move. Like, yeah. Just like, like loose, like, everything loose. Like pulsing and loosening yeah. and just yeah. like vibing, like I said. Engaging Which and is contracting. why the pleasure part I think is so important if you're going to try and get into this because it's like mm. if you're not feeling good then I feel like nothing's going to work or is go it, up or whatever. With the like, because the fear of, like Pip said, being too small and like another fear is like ripping anything. Mm. So like would you just r- start with butt plugs? Would you start, obviously start with the finger like you said, build up, but would you go, can you get like smaller, smaller, butt plugs and then build up 
size. Yeah, yeah. You can get like tiny, tiny butt plugs. Like I, I think if you, you are exploring this, just make sure it has a flared base. So you could, I mean, there are so many small um, dilators and there's so many small vibrators out there, but anything must have a flared base. And yeah, if you're really wanting to work your way up to it and you're feeling a bit nervous, there are really small butt plugs out there. But just like start with your fingers and, and with your hands first. Okay, so we've been hearing about how you can warm up pleasure and different sizes to sort of like stretch your butthole out, get ready for potentially something bigger than a a butt plug, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of people are obviously using dildos. You might even be using another person's penis. Mm -hmm. What would be some of your advice, I guess, for when you're ready to graduate to that step? Yeah, (laughs) so I think like when we're graduating, we When you get your bachelor's degree of (laughs) ass play and you're getting a master's in... (laughs) P-N-B. Yeah, P-N-B. I think the the main thing is is that like it can be a a part of sex and it can be something that you add on to sex, but it could be just like the only type of sex that you're having. So if you've done all the solo stuff, you've done a little bit of practice with someone else, you've tried um, using a butt plug, always starting really, really slow. So as you said, Pip, like a, a penis could potentially be a bit bigger than a butt plug. So it will feel different. But, you know, someone might also be into fisting or having like fingers or a, a hand inside of them as well. So just taking your time with it, slowing it right down, not pushing through any unwanted pain because sex should never involve any unwanted pain. But then also thinking about what kind of stimulation you're wanting to receive and what feels good for you. So for someone who has a prostate and a penis, receiving internal stimulation, so being pegged or having a penis inside of them or having a dildo inside of them, they can come from that stimulation alone. So they may not want or need to have their penis stimulated at the same time, but having like a come here motion on their pee spot or penetrating a part of their body that feels really sensitive, that that could be enough for them. But they might also want to bring in other erogenous zones as well. And when we bring in other erogenous zones, everything feels better. So, you know, you may be having sex and then someone sucks your nipple and then that feels really good. Or someone kisses your neck and that intensifies all other sensation in your body. Then there are a few, um, I guess, positions. Like often people want to know about positions. Um, And again, this depends on your body. It depends on your genitals. And it also depends on like what your your preference is. So I think like missionary is often a really great place to start. It's just such an unsung hero. I think missionary gets the vanilla wrap, but it actually can be one of the hottest sex positions. And a lot of people really love it because they can still stay connected to their partner. They may have their hands free so they can stimulate their body and touch their partner's body and that might turn them on. They can kiss them. But then it can also allow for the control, as Lucy was saying before. So if you're wanting to take it slow and to have more control around whether you're being received, like whether you're receiving it, so you might guide someone in using that your hands and having your hands on their hips. But then doggy, like that I think is what often people think about when they think about anal. And that is, you know, someone being on all fours or just having their bum in the air and someone behind them penetrating them. You don't need to have a penis to penetrate someone in doggy. You could penetrate them with a strap on or with your fingers. It may be legs up, so that's, you know, as the name suggests. Yeah. <laughs> um, or 
cowgirl or reverse cowgirl. I'm kind of trying to rebrand that to straddle, to move away from like gendered. The gendered yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But then also spooning. And this mm. can feel so intense for people because, you know, they, they have uh, like the back can feel so sensitive. So having feeling someone else's back against them, being penetrated, but then their hands may be free to stimulate the front side of their body as well. So stimulating their genitals, whether that's clit stimulation or penis stimulation. But I think perhaps for anyone who's listening to think about what am I, what kind of sex do I know I like and what, what am I wanting to explore with this? So if you know you need clitoral stimulation to climax, do butt play and have a clit toy available mm. or ask to receive finger stimulation or if someone's going down on you and you want a finger in your bum or a butt plug in your bum, then that, you know, it's understanding what your body likes and how your body responds to arousal and then just adding butt stuff into that. That's mm. really, like the whole time you were explaining that, it like to me I just went to positions that, I already do because yeah. that's like they are the main the common ones mm. and it's like the stereotype of anal is doggy yeah mm. and so hearing you talk about that I'm like oh yeah because they're so close together like yeah. why would it not make sense that you would do the same position yeah mm. exactly and I think that this is the thing that when we're talking about um sex with butt plugs say if you have a vagina and you've got a butt plug in you you can feel the vibration especially if it's vibrating you can feel the vibration if someone had their finger inside of you or a penis inside of you as well. So yes, you're receiving that stimulation. You may also be having the kind of sex that you already like to have, but you're also just kind of intensifying all of the sensations. So yeah, I think, Dee, as you said, a lot of people think that anal is this either advanced or, you know, this thing that you need to be really prepped for or it's completely different to all kinds of sex that you're having, but actually it's another way to have sex and it's just thinking about what you like and adding anal into it if that's what you're wanting. Yeah, I mean, we should talk about some of that prep, but before we get there, another thing that I feel like we've kind of expressed already about the pain, I guess, like the worry about pain mm. or, or tearing and stuff like that. Is that like a legitimate concern? Mm. I think one thing that's really like worth calling out is like porn is to like learning how to have sex, like what Fast and the Furious is to learning to drive a car. Like it's designed for entertainment. It's not a manual. And I think that's like especially true with a lot of um, anal sex. So just thinking through like what you'll see in porn is often people kind of moving straight into, you know, full penetration, really hard and fast. You don't often see them using or topping up lube. And because your anus actually doesn't self-lubricate, like that's a really important step. So I think definitely just like unpacking, you know, there are a few practices that you might actually want to kind of make sure that you're not taking out a porn and just look for slightly higher quality sources on it. And that's not all porn, but yeah, just really being conscious of that. But I think, yeah, as G says, like you should never be feeling unwanted pain. And if you're going slow, warming up, building arousal, and then just paying attention to those sensations, you're usually okay. It's something also like, for example, some people will use things like poppers as ways to sort of um, experience anal sex. It is worth actually just kind of being careful around those, partly because they can be a way of like sort of suppressing pain signals that your body might be trying to send you so it's you know while we're like we're never going to tell people like don't do x it's just worth being aware that you know if you're exploring this actually being able to just like make sure that you're feeling things and make sure you're really comfortable communicating with your partner if you need to like slow down or stop um mm. you should be able to manage it really well yeah anything else there i think it's the, like numbing cream as well yeah. is something people that, use that yeah people use numbing cream and and 
pain is a really important thing for us to recognise, am I pushing my body too far? Like, what is this signal trying to send me right now? So, um, yeah, if you are experiencing pain, seek professional support, like sex shouldn't be painful. And yeah, try to tune into what your body is um, telling you. And if you can just slow it right down, then that can help you make a decision that would, you know, perhaps be safer for your body as well. Totally. Another fear is, I think, probably, yeah, one of the main fears is like, shit. (laughs) You know, people just like, oh, like, I don't want that. Conversations yeah. I've had with partners, it's just like that seems to be the, the big fear. Mm. With my gay friends, absolutely not. I will like, <laughs> yeah. literally like have like conversations with them um, when we're all drunk, just being like, so tell me how it, like what you yeah. guys, and they do it like, oh, dull. I got this, this, and this, and this. We got the wipes, we got the this, we in the shower, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. like what are, like they, it's just, I love it so much. You get like a full masterclass. But like, and they're so normalised about, like they're just, totally. they literally don't give a fuck. They're yeah. like, oh, I've had shit all over me. It's fine. It's yeah. like, oh, that's. And one of my gay friends is like, no, that's my vibe. Like, True. what does he call it? It's like the Scat, post-club, yeah. post-club, oh. like. He's just like I don't. I want it to be like like sweaty, dirty. That's yeah, the, you know. And I'm like, okay, bodily fluids. We're yeah. having sex, and you're a human, and you have bodily fluids and things. Like it's just normal. Yeah, I think that this question or, or this this fear around poo is because we've grown up in a society in a world that has made us feel ashamed and scared that that will happen to us. Or we heard this story about someone once in high school, and it's just like traumatized us. Mm. Um, However, there are so many really, sim- as you were saying, Dee, like really simple things you can do. It doesn't need to be this big ordeal, just like getting ready for any type of sex. We'll all have different things that we want to do. So for some people, that might be just quickly jumping in the shower and washing externally. Sometimes people might even just want to get a finger internally. Um, and for them to go into anal, that allows them to have that sort of peace of mind. People may just use wipes. People also do sort of more of the lifestyle approach. So that might be making sure they have that high fiber diet Mm. and that they are, you know, going to the toilet 30 minutes to a a few hours before they're having sex. People will also use an enema or a douche, which essentially is this vessel that holds water and it has a little nozzle on it. And you just gently squeeze some water um, into the rectum and then you release it either into the toilet or into the shower. It's really important just to make sure you're following the directions on that product so that you are keeping everything safe for your body. But yeah, I think that there are many practices to support people in feeling comfortable and confident and safe to go into sex. But then it's also understanding like how the body works. Like poo isn't like stored in the rectum. I literally (laughs) just, this is so like dumb of me, but I only just realized that because I had a um, ultrasound on my gut because I thought I had celiac. Anyway, it's a whole thing. But they like, like, oh yeah, you've got like shit stored up here. But there was like nothing yeah, yeah. everywhere else. Yeah. But I think you just think like, oh, it's always just sitting. It's just yeah. like a turtle. It's, it's like yeah. not just there. sitting there. Yeah, that's it's like, like no, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It literally blows yeah. your mind as soon as you realize that it's like, don't even stress because it's yeah. not there. Yeah, like I there's think, space. You would know because you would need to go. You would exactly because yeah. you, you feel like everyone knows that feeling. And I, I mean, sure, as you're saying, celiac disease. Like, if you're allergic to dairy, then you 
probably wouldn't want to do any kind of anal play after eating something that's either rich or it's going to make your guts react and that's fine. But yeah, when you, if you're curious about it, just put your finger into your anus and your rectum and you'll feel that you just feel your anus and your rectum. And if there is some remnants there, then, you know, that's fine as well. But you're not putting your finger into a, a log, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think that, I think that. That's what people think. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. We yeah. all think that. Yeah. We weren't taught. Yeah, we, we weren't taught. taught. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but true, diet, but diet stuff is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can't have lactose, like... You're oh, peeing you out of your asshole. Oh, totally. I, yes, that, that's me and my allergies and I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. Keep I'll yourself safe. Never get over um, one of our chats with the drag queen Monet Exchange like last uh, year and they were saying that they take three big scoops of like fibre. Yeah. Yes. And um, <laughs> psyllium husk. Psyllium husk. Orange powder. Um, And like literally he would have that like every day and I was like baby you okay yeah but that's just the lifestyle yeah, and that's lifestyle. what works for him and yeah. his body's like used to it and that's how it works yeah. yeah yeah I remember early on with Abby we were like joking like maybe we should put out a fiber range as well <laughs> seriously yeah. no, that's a good idea. you know when it's happening in my household because the psyllium husk it's out oh, <laughs> my God. it's on the shelf <laughs> That's oh, okay. so funny. <laughs> but I feel like, it's again, it's like, it's so much like, every, where I think we put anal in this like totally other category and you're like, actually, we all do hygiene for sex. Like, yeah. It's yes. Like, you know, like yeah. it's, it's just learning how to do it and then mm-hmm. getting comfortable that like your fears are not going to come true, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And there's also, I mean, that they're the more practical ways to get your body prepped. Um, it, it's unpacking these ideas that we have. You may also be unpacking this, you know, um, internalised homophobia. It, you may be thinking about like the the fear of pain um, or what it says about you or the potential for mess but like there's also a whole other way to prepare for it, it and it's um, taking a few moments to like relax your body and I don't I know that's really annoying when a lot of people go see um, health professionals and they say just relax and that's you know absolutely not what we're saying but it's taking a moment to like lengthen your exhale to try to release the tension that you're holding in your glutes to yeah, really be aware of the sensation that you're experiencing in your anus because like the more attuned you are to that part of the body the the more pleasure you'll feel and, and the better it will be. And also it, it means that you're not going into a sexual experience being like tense, tense. and stressed and, mm. and, and scared, but like essentially hacking your nervous system so that you can be present with the pleasure that is possible. Totally. And like, you know, the classic consent conversation, it's mm. like you can stop yes. at any moment, mm. yeah. come back, take yeah. a deep breath. Like I've been having a lot of sex like that because mm. of pain with UTIs, but it's like just mm. literally stop Take some deep breaths, go away, and then come back when you feel better. Yeah, it Mm. doesn't have to be this linear, you know, you start kissing and then you end with multiple orgasms together. Like sex is that. It's starting and it's stopping and it's finding a new position and it's laughing a bit and it's getting more lube and it's adding some toys. Like that is what really great sex is. So, yeah, it's so nice that you're doing that. Sorry about the... Oh, yeah, that's a whole thing. That's a whole other podcast episode, that is. (laughs) We've already done it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going. (laughs) Go listen to that one. I love that. It sounds so cheesy, but it actually hits every time. It's about the journey, not the destiny. Destination, exactly, honestly. and that's it. Like you know, <gasps> the we... sticker. <gasps> oh my god! Great callback. 
That was great. <laughs> Let's put that on sticker. That's beautiful. That's a bumper sticker too, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then put a picture of a butt plug. Yeah. Gorgeous. And some okay. just like droplets of like something. So people, yeah. yeah, nondescript. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. This has been yes. so good. I feel already so much more equipped with this knowledge. I feel more calm about Seriously? it. Seriously? Same. My asshole is loose. No, no, really. it's blinking. It's blinking. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's a beautiful moment. That <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone That's gets true to love. experience. That's a little, true love. It's a wink in the bedroom that you'll never tell <laughs> yeah, anyone yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having us. We love you.